Yeah. They calling me controversial. I don't know why, I'm just telling the truth. Yeah. They're indoctrinating kids with lies. It's just evil in disguise. They say that it's love, but they lie. They say that they're girls, but they're guys. Or they say they have no gender. From guy sports to girls where they're winners. From now on, I identify as a ninja turtle. Where's Master Splinter? They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. They calling me controversial. Jesus was controversial. Paul was controversial. Elijah was controversial. Yeah, telling the truth is controversial. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show. It is great to have you with us. Check us out at thebuffshow.com and follow us on all your favorite platforms that are streaming with us right now. Rumble Live, Getter Live, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, <laughs> all of them. Twitch, and don't forget to get on your Roku TV device and download the Patriot Podcast app. And you'll find all the map up shows there for the longest time. They're all there. And so many great guests, so much fun. It's going to be awesome to check it all out. And we appreciate you. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe. And next week on Wednesday, because Thanksgiving's Thursday, all right? So next Wednesday, we have our big special with, yes, Mark K. From the Mark K. Show is going to be here. <clears throat> when it comes to radio, right? Radio? He's, he's the Rush Limbaugh. He's nationally syndicated radio show host, the next Rush Limbaugh, and he does a fantastic show. you got to see him. He's going to be on to talk about his new book. Check it out, right? The Untold Story of Christmas by Mark A. Look at the size of this thing. This thing is tall. <laughs> he's going to be on to talk about it. So, Mark A., looking forward to you next week with a bunch of other great guests, too. And we've got a banger show for you tonight, though. I'm telling you what, Dr. Andrew G. Huff is going to be talking about the untold story. This is the untold story of Christmas, the untold story of Wuhan. You're going to want to hear all about that. Freedom Foundation with explosive news. And then Steve Hayes from Fairtax is going to be here to talk about some very startling details about inflation and what's going on between the China and U.S. relationship. Speaking of China, the street sweeper known as Xi Jinping came by for a visit in San Francisco. And if that's all it took was to bring a uh, brutal dictator to the United States to clean up San Francisco, then let's have him visit Chicago. Let's have him visit Boston, Memphis, Los Angeles. While you're here, just go visit everywhere and we'll call you the United States street sweeper because they got all the vermin off the street and the vermin. That's what we're going to talk about here in the first segment. The vermin, right, Vivek? They live like vermin. Do you believe that that is, as your uh, Republican colleague, Chris Christie, has said, neo-Nazi? Oh, let's quote Chris Christie. Munching donut guy, Chris Christie. He said it's like neo-Nazi rhetoric. You, this lady sitting here, is a vermin. Rhetoric. This is a classic mainstream media move. Pick some individual phrase of Donald Trump, focus on literally that word without actually interrogating the substance of what's at issue. The word I was chosen for a reason. Of a because they're permanent. In this country. 
The well, you know what? It, it, it's actually describing a series of behaviors. You have Antifa and other related groups that have been burning down cities for the last three years in this country. Would you describe them as vermin? violating the rule of yes. law. We have an invasion on our southern border. We have millions of people crossing our southern border. Let's talk about the substance okay. of why we have to recognize would, that we're not in ordinary you, times. Would you so use that language the vocabulary of the vermin or not is not what's important. What? First of all, she can't talk substance. This mind-numbing moron over there at CNN cannot talk. She can't keep up with Vivek. In fact, nobody can right now. I mean, talk about a shooting star. But nobody can keep up with Vivek. And would you use the word vermin? Oh, how about I hate MAGA-Americans? Would that make it better? MAGA-Americans are the real threat to democracy. MAGA is, is a bad word. Make America great again. How about all the hate and vitriol coming from the left or conservatives and white men? How you doing, Marvel's movie, right? A female cornucopia cast with a horrible written script. How'd you do on opening weekend? Complete bomb. Yeah, yeah. How you doing by insulting us, Brie Larson, saying I don't want white men to see my movie? <laughs> I mean, vermin everywhere. Would you describe, and, and she even asked me, would you describe Antifa as vermin? Yeah. I haven't used that language. So, so you can look you? at my, my track record on the campaign trail. I talk about the issues. We all talk about them differently. But what I'm not going to do is play some game of focusing on some word that somebody else said without ignoring entirely the substance of what we're actually talking yeah, talk about. about the A substance. border crisis of historic proportion. Economic stagnation we haven't seen in 50 years. A national identity crisis and a loss of national pride in the next generation that's potentially existential for this country. Let's talk about our dependence on China. Today we're actually talking about Xi Jinping. Picking on Donald Trump's word vermin to talk about that status quo. You know what's vermin? What's running around San Francisco on a given day before Gavin Newsom cleaned it up on a dime to roll out the red carpet for Xi Jinping. If he could do that for Xi Jinping, he could have done it on an ordinary day. And yet we're yeah. here sitting talking not about the substance about a Trump of that, word vermin. But one word that Donald Trump said in some speech in Miami. This is what's wrong with the mainstream media. Focus on the substance and let's have an actual policy debate rather than talking to a presidential candidate instead of the policy substance of what's actually going on in the country. Picking on some word that Donald Trump said on a certain day and asking me for comment on it. Give me a break. Yeah, give me a break, right? He broke her, by the way. She all she would say, would you say it? Would you say it? Well, let's take around. Let's take a look around the world right now and look at some vermin. Here's another one. Although I'm, I'm gonna get the Aaron Rodgers treatment, whatever that is. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna be calling him or whoever did his surgery because we need to speed this up. But yeah, I thought about it a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm not a religious person or anything. And if there wasn't God, like this is proof that there isn't. This is up. Um, oh, so yeah, Megan with the pink hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, because I got hurt in my last ever game, that proves there isn't a god. That proves there is a god. Even God said, You know what? Enough out of you and soccer altogether. I mean, we're crying out loud, soccer. But Megan Rapino, a raving lunatic liberal, gets hurt in her last game shows you that there is a God and he has a sense of humor and he looks at people like this who despise him with pity. I feel bad for you. I'm standing at the door knocking and you're too busy bolting the door shut, Megan Rapino. That's what you're doing. 
You want to see other vermin? The crime crisis in America. Here's some black vermin for you. We're being fair. We showed white vermin. Now we're showing black vermin. Robbing a store. Somebody filming and laughing about it. Take whatever you want. Come in here. This is Memphis, by the way. Memphis, Tennessee. Come on in. Take everything you want. We're not allowed to do anything. Somebody wants to stop it, but they can't. Hey, stop, 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 stop. Look at this. this poor guy. This is his store right there. That's vermin running around stealing and getting away with it because of our vermin DA in this country. Vermin DA, let's talk about the Hamas supporters in America, the complete terrorist supporters in America. I think they're kind of vermin-like too, especially when they don't talk about the attack on Israel from Muslim terrorists. They talk about Israel. They had it coming. There means there is no military solution, only a diplomatic and cultural solution. A relational solution, a reckoning with ourselves and our history. That is what ceasefire now means. Wait a minute, a reckoning with ourselves and our history? So should we dig up all the slaves and have a fight with them? Should we? (laughs) You're standing, according to your theory, you're standing on stolen land from the Indians. Should you be burned and have your people thrown in an oven somewhere? Is that what you're saying? Ceasefire means let's let Hamas regroup. And she says, maybe we can all shake hands. No, 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 no. Hamas, Hezbollah, Muslim terrorists in Iran, funded by Iran. By the way, Biden released another, what, 10 billion to Iran? My computer, my screen's shaking. It's so mad. Unbelievable. Oh. Goodness, these people are sick. Means they label us anti-Israel. You are. They label us anti-Semitic, and you are. they label us terrorists. You are. They lie about us and they smear us. No, we don't. But we know the truth, and the truth stands. What is the truth? We are rabbis. We are pastors. We are Congress members. We are surviving family members. We are human. Let's talk about the pastors and rabbis and everything like that. I mean, we we talk about rabbis and pastors in the end days. What did God say about the lukewarm pastor or rabbi there? He will spit you out his mouth. (laughs) Just because liberal Jews are standing behind you and liberal Jews in America are just like every other liberal, they're a massive problem to our society. Uh, uh, Rabbis for ceasefire. I mean, you're not following your teachings. You're not following what really happened. You're believing the leftist propaganda You're be- uh, from Hamas, not the leftist, but the terrorist propaganda from Hamas. You leftists are, be- are believing that propaganda. Vermin all, but there's more. Beings, and we are bound by our faith to demand a faith. ceasefire now. Thank you. Oh, wait a minute. To the rabbis for ceasefire. Wait a minute. Where's the fire alarm? 
What, where, where's the fire alarm, Bowman? Shouldn't you be pulling a fire alarm for Hamas? Pulling a firearm for all the colleges around the country that are celebrating the Palestinian people? No, 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 you're, not, you're celebrating terrorism is what you're doing. You should be in jail for disrupting Congress. Sit, put him next to somebody who is wrongfully there from the January 6th tribunals. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of this. This is you all know, production. unfortunately, in my district, uh, 26 rabbis wrote a letter against me calling for a ceasefire. And I oh, haven't been able oh, to no. stand Real rabbis. Or, or, or visit any synagogues in my district. Something oh, no. fascinating and bizarre. Yeah, something fascinating and bizarre from Elon Omar is the fact that she married her brother. How sick do you have to be? That is fascinating and bizarre. Um, in the fact that there are people who people. seem wow. to be upset that there are rabbis and yes. people, other people of faith out here asking yes. for ceasefire. What is your plan for a ceasefire? All that means is get women out. It's like a ceasefire in diversity when it comes to commercial. What diversity in commercials means, no white males. What ceasefire to these people means is absolutely no Israel aggression towards a terrorist organization. In that hospital where uh, Hamas has their underground bunker, they find all kinds of weapons. And what are the Israelis doing while they're going in to kill and destroy Hamas? They're bringing aid to the hospital. I mean, such terrorists. They always want Israel to provide the aid, but Israel's the aggressor. Israel provides the aid. Remember the flotilla boats? Israel is bringing those boats, and, and, and the Hamas fighters jump on the boats and start hitting the Israelis with sick. We were bringing the people. They cut around, They get away from cameras where somebody in Palestine is saying Hamas is using us as human shields. Oh, we can't tell that story. We can't tell that story. Unbelievable. Ceasefire now means get Israel out. And it's it's bizarre because you would assume that if you are a religious leader, if you are a faith it leader, is bizarre. Bizarre. that your number one priority would be to look into your faith, into the teachings of your faith. What faith? And what to teaching? say... I oppose violence. What I say. Oh, no, we don't want to hear from you, Chris Christie. Good Lord, go grab a sandwich. The, if you look at your teachings, we want peace. I say we bring the walls of Jericho down. I say we've. Uh, Noah's Ark, they warned them, get out, get out. The flood is coming and you're all insane. That's what they said. I tell you what, when you look around the world at everything, we looked at crime, we looked at San Francisco, we looked at the uh, leftist uh, lunatics that are completely on the wrong side of history here when it comes to supporting Hamas, and we looked at the crime in America in just a short amount of time. So look, CNN host, if you want to see vermin, all you have to do is check out the Matt Buff Show. Check out thebuffshow.com. We'll be back. Lots more to come. I'm sick and tired of smart guys. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98. 
or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99? Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know MyPillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to MyPillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get our six-piece towels for only $29.98 or get your very own MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Everybody wants cheap airfare, but where do you find it? You call low-cost airlines. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the cheapest airfare and hotel rates available. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Map Buff Show. Be sure to check out thebuffshow.com. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You know, we started talking about uh, China Joe a little bit. That's the name of the show tonight, China Joe. I mean, walking around with his buddy Xi Jinping. Thanks for the millions of dollars for Hunter. Thank you so much. And I won't mention COVID, not once. I won't mention fentanyl, except in passing, in passing. All right, so we've got a very special guest on the Matt Buff Show right now, and we're going to bring him on, Dr. Andrew G. Huff, and check him out on Twitter, at A.G. Huff. Andrew, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I love the last segment. You were killing it. I was over here typing preach, and you, if you didn't see it in the comment section, but I absolutely loved it. <clears throat> oh, thanks, man. I, I, I saw comments coming in, but I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> but it's good. No, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, you talk about vermin and we can just point all over the place. And uh, I want everybody to check out his book, The, the uh, Truth About Wuhan, How He Uncovered the Biggest Lie in History. Let's start with your thoughts on um, rolling out the cop carpet. And I call Xi Jinping now the, the human uh, street sweeper. I mean, they really clean that place up nice. Yeah, well, it's funny. So I, I used to actually be a biotech ex executive and my office was in downtown San Francisco. I lived in East Bay, which was sort of the uh, conservative, conservative enclave. And it's amazing how fast and how quickly they clean that city up. I mean, it used to be littered, littered with needles. Um, walking into work, we'd have homeless people handing us loaded needles of fentanyl, uh, trying to get us high walking into our offices. I mean, and it's a complete 180. I'm glad that the city's able to do it, but you know, why do they have to do it for a communist president coming to our country? Yeah, that that was the reason. 
And it was just remarkable. So I said, maybe he should visit Detroit, Chicago, and all the other places. <laughs> we'll just have a, a tour of Xi Jinping just so they can clean it up because that's what they care about. It's more, it's more of a metaphor, really, if you think about it, because that's who they love the most. That's who they want to be like. They want to be a socialist country, uh, the left. They want to be a, a have a dictator like that so they can bow down before. I mean, look what they did for Obama, for crying out loud. I mean, they fell down bowing when he said, I want to radically transform America. These are the kind of people they love. And the Bidens are very happy because he gave their family so much millions of dollars. Well, and if you actually look at the, the metaphor of them cleaning up the city, I mean, that's what communist societies have done historically. If you look back at the USSR, uh, Vietnam, China, Venezuela, they have these beautiful, um, and even dictatorships and autocracies, they have these beautiful town squares, these financial districts, they clean up the city for these presentations or these big military parades that they hold. And you go look at the rest of the country, it's in shambles. And 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 if we're talking about cleaning up the streets and, you, and people are like, why aren't you talking about the substance of the meeting? Because there, there was none. There was no <laughs> substance to the meeting. We have to talk about the frills and whistles and bells because Dr. Huff, the weakest administration we've ever seen in our country, probably next to Woodrow Wilson, is just absolutely a disgrace. Well, I think what's actually happening in the executive branch, and I, I used to work for the government for a number of years, and being on the outside and speaking with people who are still in it, it seems like there's not really a leader present. So all the different administrative heads and the senior executive appointees are the ones running the show, and there's no coordination at the top. No, not at all. Let's jump into the book, too, because the truth about Wuhan is something that apparently nobody wants to get to the bottom of. Uh, well, no, nobody wants to get to the bottom of it. And I was expecting to have all these you know, zingers to, to come on your show with tonight after the COVID Select Committee interviewed my former boss, Dr. Peter Dasik from Eco Alliance. But it ended up being a closed door meeting. It went, I think, for eight and a half or nine and a half hours. And they've only released these little quips about what happened in that closed door meeting. And you know, I have a pretty good idea what the, the line of questioning was because I've released testimony um, and sworn affidavits under oath with penalty of perjury about my time at Equal Alliance and my expertise in this area pertaining to the, the emergence of SARS-CoV-2 and it being a lab leak. So all these people have been lying to us uh, for, well, I guess, two and a half, three years. And, you know, I pushed Congress so hard, I pushed the government so hard that finally, you know, they were able to, to get my boss in front of you know, Congress to answer these questions. But, you know, who knows what's going to come of it? I'm, I'm not really feeling too confident that there's going to be substantial changes. The nice or great thing is that Representative Massey from K Kentucky did introduce an amendment to ban gain-of-function research on U.S. soil. I think that is a positive step in the future. Then shortly thereafter, Representative Boebert from uh, Colorado, she introduced an amendment to uh, kill the NIH funding to Eco Alliance to the tune of about 8 or $9 million. Both passed unanimously the House. So it's going to get handed off to the Senate. Now, let's see what the Senate does. I think, you know, I'll tell you they, what they're going to do. They're going to do nothing about that. But go well, ahead. the house, the house can't override. I mean, that that is yeah, the, yeah. that is a, a potential here. But let's see. I mean, maybe this is they're, they're just this, this could just be window dressing because what what the reality here is when this plays out, there's a couple other things that are going in parallel that your audience should be aware of. <clears throat> so there's two federal court cases, one's in the Western District District of Texas, and the other one is in Missouri in federal court. I'm the expert witness and a first-hand witness in both, both those cases. And Equal Alliance and NIH and the other co-conspirators are being sued. So there's going to be a massive liability problem for the U.S. government. It's either going to come from uh, the federal courts or it's going to come from Congress. 
And what my prediction, what my thoughts are on this are, is that there's going to be such an upheaval in the government. They're going to throw Equal Health Alliance under the bus. It's going to bankrupt Equal Health Alliance. They'll probably reform under a different entity. Um, and that's, that is what it is, but that's how this typically works in business. Um, then if you look at then what the, the remedy here is that they're going to have to hold someone criminally liable. And I think that's going to be Dr. Anthony Fauci. I think that's going to be Dr. Peter Daszak. I think that's going to be Dr. Ralph Barrick because they, they were the primary people that were responsible for transferring this advanced biotechnology to the Chinese at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. It's just remarkable how Fauci went into the uh, sunset, just like he predicted he would, and nobody's holding him accountable. Was this a House hearing or Senate hearing that you're talking about? This is a House hearing. It's the COVID Select Committee. Uh, it's chaired by uh, Representative Brad Wenstrup out of Ohio. So why would in the House especially this be closed door? I mean, I think people deserve to know. Who do you think made that decision? Well, I think it's because of the Department of Defense and Intelligence uh, community ties. So a little bit a little bit of history here. So in 2019, EcoHealth Alliance uh, sent a pro proposal to the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency for Diffuse. And Diffuse was basically a proposal laying out the exact recipe or cookbook of how to make SARS-CoV-2. Dr. Ralph Barrick from the U University of North Carolina was a co-PI. And there's a number of other co uh, prominent co-PIs from around the nation that working either in U.S. government laboratories or funded by NIH on this joint endeavor with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Well, fast forward, you know, a few months after that proposal is submitted, and then the very agent that they're proposing to make leaks out of that laboratory. Uh, one of the things that I put in the declaration that we sent you, and I, I don't know if you put up the, the audience, but Dr. Peter Daszak approached me in late 2015, um, around the Christmas or, or holiday season after work, and asked me whether or not we should work with the CIA. I was actually pretty shocked when he asked me this. And, you know, thinking, he then went on to say, uh, you know, the, the person, the, the CIA agent, supposedly, uh, is interested in the places we're working, the people we're working with, and the data we're collecting. And then he mumbled something about China, the work we're doing there, and asked me the question, do you think it's a good idea if we work with him, Andrew? And I'm shocked, okay, because I actually used to work in a top secret environment uh, at Sandia National Laboratories around these issues. And, you know, my boss, he came off as a foreign national, you know, British American. He's talking about the CIA. I'm thinking to myself, does this guy actually even know a real CIA agent from someone pretending to be a CIA agent? I mean, this is all going through my head very rapidly. I thought of something quick and I said, Peter, it never hurts to speak with them or talk with them. There could be money in it. He says, okay, you know, thank you. We go down the elevator. And then over the next two months, he proceeds to tell me at coffee, like coffee breaks between meetings, that the relationship with the CIA is progressing. Well, reflecting back upon that, I actually, I think that the organization had links to the quote unquote deep state intelligence community. We for, for sure did with the Department of Defense. Um, I was actually one of the primary breadwinners on contracts with the Department of Defense. And I'm actually responsible for increasing um, the national security Department of Defense funding profile at Equal Health Alliance. When I'm hired, I, I bring in about $6 million of funding pretty quickly from the Department of Defense. And and the context here is that the United, the United States government had a series of non-classified strategic documents about uh, improving or enhancing biosecurity and biosafety at our partner laboratories or foreign laboratories internationally. This all began in something called the Nunn-Lugar Act, uh, during <clears throat> which uh, President Obama actually helped pass when he was a senator. And the scientific com community and myself, I think we believe that this act is a good, or a good law because what it does is it enables scientists like myself to partner with foreign countries that could be our enemy or allies. The thinking is, 
if they partner with us, we can go collect intelligence on their laboratories, see what their biosafety is like, see what their biosecurity is like, form the human relationship with these foreign scientists so that they don't become allies with China. And then we issue them contracts to do work on biosurveillance. And this is the nature of the laboratories of the, uh, the laboratories in Ukraine. And I actually helped co-write a bunch of those proposals when I worked at Equal Alliance with the partner company, Benabiota, which was invested into by Rosemont Seneca, which is Hunter Biden's venture capital firm. And so I was the source of all this different information that came out. And uh, the U.S. government came after me for, for coming forward as a whistleblower. Yeah, that's right. And what happened to you since then? <laughs> well, it was a pretty crazy ride. It starts off with military-grade uh, drones or, or law enforcement drones showing up at my house. Uh, it escalates to a series of break-ins. They were tampering with my vehicles. They cut the control arms. They hacked my vehicles and took over the control uh, the control of the vehicle, hacking my devices at a rate of every two to three weeks, especially as I was writing the book. The U.S. government hovered helicopters over my house oh my on several God. several occasions, uh, Coast Guard helicopters, Black Hawk helicopters at like three to 4,000 feet. You know, a little bit more about my background. So I served in the military. Uh, I'm an OIF, Operation Iraqi Freedom, uh, combat veteran as an instrument. And before that, I was served in Operation During Freedom in Central America doing uh, narcotics interdiction work. So I spent a lot of time on, on Blackhawks. So I wasn't, you know, I'm not alarmed by them hovering uh, helicopters over my house. But I mean, what a waste of taxpayer money. This was all intimidation tactics. They were trying to make me to look out to, to be crazy. And, you know, about the time I figured out that the U.S. government is doing this to me and the FBI, the FBI was lying to me about this, because, of course, you know, I'm a former top secret security clearance holder in this area. When by law, if I detect someone conducting surveillance on me, I have to report it back to the Department of Energy counterintelligence at Sandia National Laboratory and the FBI. And that's exactly what I did. I did everything by the book. And shortly thereafter, um, I caught the FBI lying to me. So I launched a counterintelligence operation and I was able to trace every every person involved in this uh, massive cover-up cover up operation. Uh, and to, to make me look crazy, it goes you know through my, my state, I live in Michigan, uh, AG Nessel, uh, Governor Whitmer. <laughs> um, and then it goes actually to the House Intelligence Committee and I, I call it scumbagging. I got scumbagged by both uh, Republicans and Democrats in the House Intelligence Committee. And that's why Colonel Brad Wenstrup, who is the chair of the COVID Select Committee, is stepping down. He, well, he's not stepping down, but he announced that he's not running for re-election. And the reason why is because I submitted a Department of Defense OIG whistleblower complaint with my attorney, uh, Warner Mendenhall. He's out of Ohio. He also represent, represents Brooke Jackson, and they're successfully suing Pfizer. So I know this is, I'm talking fast here, but I'm trying to cover a lot of ground. And I'm able, so through all of this and, and filing this complaint, um, it's just been one domino after another falling. And it's really strange. So three days after I filed that DOD OIG whistleblower reprisal complaint, General Miley steps down from the Joint Chiefs or he retires early without reason. No media coverage asking why you stepped down. Okay, none, none. It's like it, like it never happened. He's just a ghost now and he's gone. Yeah. And so that happens. And then a series of Department of Homeland Security officials stepped down. The individual uh, who stole a bunch of data from my house or was an accomplice to it, his name is Mike Bennett. He was a naval intelligence officer and senior official within the Department of Homeland Security and also the Office of Director of National Intelligence. He either had to step down or he was fired. He's now an executive at Snapchat. So it is, it's, it, you know, poo flows downhill. Payday is on Friday, like a plumber, and it's coming. I'm about to collect the checks from all these people from the, this crap that they pulled, or I'm going to push them all out of office. Yeah, good. Keep up the good work. I mean, you're literally draining the swamp. <laughs> hey, it, it's it's tough. It, it's been it, it's been a battle, 
uh, it's almost bankrupt, bankrupted me. I mean, I've lost, you know, actually $200,000 of cash plus the time and lost wages. I mean, I used to make a lot of money in my profession and I had to give that all up for this fight. And, uh, you know, I'll fight until I have nothing left. Three years later, we still don't have the answers, even though you're trying to provide the answers. Why do you think that even Republicans are trying to cover for China so much? Pharmaceutical. So, I mean, the, the big, big, big underlying here thing is pharma. Um, it's unfortunate. So, you know, I'm, I'm really conflicted about the pharmaceutical industry's relationship to all of this. So here's some interesting history about uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology. So the Wuhan Institute of Virology was built by the French. Um, have you ever heard of a company called Moderna? Yeah, of course. Do you know who their CEO is? No. Stephen Bansell. So Stephen Bansell was the person that developed or built the Wuhan Institute of Virology for the French. <laughs> Moderna. It's all yeah, Moderna. Okay. Yeah. So then after that lab's built, uh, the French are kicked out. They're kicked out of the laboratory, and now Western officials no longer have access to this laboratory. It year going years back, I, I learned about the Wuhan Institute of Virology back in 2012-ish. And, I, and how it was explained to me, it was likely the bioweapons laboratory for the Chinese Communist Party, the Chinese military. You know, that's, that's no shock. I mean, that's how communist systems work. And so then by the time I'm at the Eagle Health Alliance and we're doing work with the Wuhan Institute of Virology, I objected to it as an executive and more so not on the concern of working with the, the communists, but more on concern of, of protecting Equal Health Alliance because as an executive, I have a duty to protect the company from becoming insolvent, right? And what do the Chinese always do? Lie, cheat, steal intellectual property from Western companies. We also didn't have the, the bio, correct bio risk or biosafety processes or mitigation uh uh, I should say, not platforms, but processes in place uh, for this type of work. And so these are all just normal objections that you would have as an executive looking out for the company. Dr. Dasik overrode uh, me uh, every every time I had one of these objections. Wow, it really started pouring rain heavy right here. And I have actually satellite interconnection, so if it cuts out, that's what's going on. Um, so anyways, the, the back to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, they, they were... They were being funded by Equal Alliance. We were transferring the technology this uh, for the genetic engineering from Dr. Ralph's Barracks laboratory to the Chinese. And here's this is the epiphany I come to in 2020, thinking back about all of this. So, do the Chinese need five hundred thousand dollars for to to conduct research? No. no, no, they don't need five hundred. They don't need ten million of our dollars to do research. What do you think the China? Yeah. What do you think the Chinese need it? Power. <laughs> well, they needed the technology. So because we had the most sophisticated biotechnology in the world, we transferred that technology to the Chinese in exchange for access to their laboratory. So when Dr. Dasik approached me in 2015 and asked me whether or not I should work with the CIA and talking about in reference to China, it was so that we could collect intelligence on that laboratory. And so we could develop the relationships with it through this technology transfer program. Just conveniently, after a series of lab accidents and mishaps in the United States from 2012 to 2014, the domestic ban on gain-of-function and Dr. Dasik is able to write, by, by Dr. Fauci's permission, essentially, is able to rewrite the rule book of what constitutes gain-of-function work only for this project. It's the only ex exempted one by NIH. So the intelligence collection op operation continues with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. This continues to the point where eventually a lab accident happens in late August, early September 2019. 
And, you know, coming full circle to your original question, so when this disease starts to spread, all the global governments, and it's my belief, and I have evidence to, to prove this or suggest this, that all the glo global governments catch wind of this disease spreading, and they look for a solution. And the solution that they look to is to, to rapidly push a new vaccine to market because the vaccine actually went into development on December 12th, 2019. There's a material, material transfer agreement from uh, Moderna and NIH to Dr. Ralph Barrick to work on SARS-CoV-2 genetics for a vaccine. There's a document from the government to prove that. So if you look at the funding streams to the Uniparty, the Republicans, they're all being backed by, by the pharmaceutical industry. And the pharmaceutical industry is so powerful that they have a lot of leverage over different politicians. Senator Ron Johnson even said um, in, a, in a, a Twitter space at one time that, that the, he was worried about the, the power of the pharmaceutical lobby when he was running for his last reelection. So, I mean, there you have it. I mean, we have this one group, this one lobby that's very powerful. The, the reason why I'm conflicted about this is that in a national emergency, the Department of Defense and the Department of Homeland Security now, ever since the Homeland Security Act was passed, have a duty to protect American citizens. And the way that they do that is by partnering with uh, contractors, okay? Think about this in a different context. Say that World War III is about to kick off and there's a land war in Europe. We're gonna need um, Northrop Grumman or uh, uh, General Electric or whoever to make jet engines, tanks, all these different types of battlefield equipment rapidly so that we can fight that war. And so from one perspective, these vaccine companies, Moderna and Pfizer stepped up to the plate and with Operation Warp Speed through the Department of Defense actually built the vaccine, not, not NIH, were able to bring this vaccine to market quickly. And someone in the government made a bad decision in allowing the vaccine to, to continue to be pushed to market for regulatory approval after we realized that the risk-benefit calculation was way off. Wow, this is just remarkable. There's so much more we have to get to, but I want everybody to check it out. The book is The Truth About Wuhan. Where else can they find this information that you're talking about? Well, you can find it in my book. I've got all said it. I wrote the book at a, a 12th grade level, so that's easy for a novice to understand. It's not in deep science. Joe Biden, he won't understand that. <laughs> well, he probably have to have someone whisper it into his ear or whatever. Um, or maybe he's going to be moving on to Braille soon. Um, but that aside, you can get the book on Amazon, Target, Walmart, any big box retailer has it online. If you want to pick up a signed copy that helps me put some gas in my car, uh, that's at andrewhuff.com. And if you click on the books tab uh, and you buy a book there, it's hundred bucks, but uh, that, that goes in my pocket. And I just got word tonight. I might be landing another executive position at a company. So if that happens, I'm just going to donate all that book money to charity. Yeah, very good. Well, good. I hope that works out for you for real. And we'll post the link on the buffshow.com. So when you go to the buff show, guys, buffshow.com, search Andrew G. Huff next week, and you'll be able to see the documents and everything that he's talking about and the link to the book. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. And I really appreciate your insight and research. I know you sacrificed a lot to bring it. And I just hope more people will pick this up and open the doors to those select hearings. Well, thank you for having me and uh, do me a favor and don't uh, boot me off the show because I want to sit here and watch if you're going to stay on longer. No, no, you can stay. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I appreciate that. And tell your friends, everybody can stay. Andrew G. Huff, everybody. God bless you. Keep up the good work. God bless you too. All right. Sounds good. We'll be back on the Matt Buff Show. So much more to come. 
We are just getting started. I mean, that was more information than you would hear on Fox News in two weeks. Just right there. All right, stay with us. We'll be right back. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. I'm excited to announce that we're bringing back our best offer ever on our original My Slippers. You save $90 a pair with your promo code. And now My Slippers come in even more sizes smaller sizes, larger sizes, wide sizes, and all new styles and colors. Get them for your friends, your family, your neighbors, everyone you know. What makes My Slippers different is my exclusive four layer design that you're not going to find in any other slippers. My Slippers patented layers make them ultra comfortable, extremely durable, and they help relieve stress on your feet. I'm so confident that you and everyone you know are going to love My Slippers that I'm extending my 60-day money-back guarantee until March 1st, 2024, making them the best Christmas gifts ever. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save $90. That's only $49.98 a pair. Quantities won't last long, so please order now. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money and they can take it, all of it if they want. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time can save you thousands of dollars. So please call right now. Are you a public employee? Tired of paying union dues when inflation and gas prices are out of control? Opt out today and keep your money. Over 100,000 American workers already have, and you can too. Visit optouttoday.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Matt Buff Show. Yes, I got my readers on because it's time for Freedom Foundation, and there's so much information, so much news, so much material that they put out on a weekly basis. Matt Buff needs his readers. And it's fun. And speaking of vermin, the public school unions that we should have called the show vermin tonight, the vermin show, because we've highlighted so much of it. The Wuhan lab, the Hamas supporters, everything else out there, the crime, everything, the the socialism, everything. And now the dictatorship in the unions is front and center on the Matt Buff show. Let's go over to our special guest from the Freedom Foundation Great to see you, Allison B, on the Matt Buff Show, and you're Director of Labor Relations. Even on her title, there's so much information. Great to see you, Allison. <laughs> Great to see you too, Matt. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I tell you what, it's just remarkable when I was reading some of the material you and Ashley sent over, when they're trying to get signed, they're so desperate for signups, they're interrupting class. 
Oh, yes. Uh, that's been a huge issue in Miami-Dade County. Um, the teachers union down there, United Teachers of Dade, has been so desperate to get membership, um, uh, getting their membership numbers up that they have resorted to uh, banging on classroom doors, coming and interrupting classroom teaching time. Um, they're having teachers called out of class to come to the to the teachers lounge in order to speak with uh, with union representatives about their membership. It's really outrageous and quite frankly disgraceful that they think that they can uh, interrupt the, the teaching that's going on for you know the children in their own school district. But here we are. So yes, here we are, and I just can't wait till Freedom Foundation gets a hold of the video where one teacher is going to be fed up and a fight breaks out. <laughs> and I can't wait to play that on the show. Watch, it's going to happen. I hope not. <laughs> For not a, everyone's sake, not I a hope physical not. That would fight. Be a, an interesting spectacle. <laughs> maybe not a physical fight, but maybe at least a yelling match. Get the <laughs> blank out of my classroom. What a metaphor that would be. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that, actually, Matt, because uh, we filed an unfair labor practice complaint um, this week uh, on behalf of a teacher who was yelled at by a union organizer while she was in the restroom. Um, she was going to the teacher's lounge restroom, which My is the goodness. only bathroom that is designated specifically for teachers um, during her lunch break. And um, the union organizer tried to get her to sign up. She refused. She said, I do not want to be a part of the union. I do not want to pay dues to this organization anymore. And um, and while she was in the restroom in the teacher's lounge, the union organizer started yelling outside of uh, the bathroom to intimidate her. Um, and the teacher said that she could hear her through two walls. So, I mean, that just My goes goodness. to show how desperate they are there. Um, hopefully a fight doesn't break out, but, um, clearly they're, they're angry enough already. The well, organizers are so. Well, people have had enough fights are breaking out in Congress, MMA fighters wanting a challenge. I mean, we have fights everywhere, fights in the streets <laughs> between Jewish students and, and pro Hamas. I mean, fights everywhere. So. I think a lot of people on even the, the, the public teachers, the, so a lot of them have had enough and it's just coming to a head in this country. And it just, I mean, we can look at everywhere. Now you and Rusty, um, another Freedom Foundation director are working on some important things here too. Yes, we are. Um, we're working with a group of um, educators down in Miami-Dade County. They are trying to set up a rival union to UTD, and they've successfully set it up. Um, it's, you know, an operating employee organization in Florida. It's called the Miami-Dade Education Coalition. And Rusty and I have been down there um, helping them with their campaign. So this campaign would basically allow them to unseat United Teachers of Dade, which has been there for almost 50 years now. Um, and they just have a really long history of just uh, outrageous uh, things that they have done. Um, there's a previous FBI investigation. Um, there was embezzlement of, of close to $2 million um, by a union president. This was several years back. Um, but even some of the, the current union leadership um, has, there's just been a long history of a lot of corruption going on there. And the teachers are really fed up with it. And on top of the corruption, they're finding, Matt, that they... They don't even feel like they're well represented by this union. So um, that's why they're really coming together and they're forming this alternative independent local union um, that's going to keep union dues out of politics. That's one thing that they really care about is they do not want any of their dues to be going to politics or to the state or national um, uh, union affiliates or anything like that. So they're keeping their dues uh, in, in the county and they're going to really just focus on 
um, fighting for the educators. And this group is made up of educators, so they know the issues that everyone is dealing with in the county. Yes, they do. We had the CEO of that organization on the show last week. So if you go to thebuffshow.com slash Freedom Foundation, you can see that interview with the leader of what Allison's talking about. Um, I got to imagine there's a lot of momentum. Um, I think uh, the uh, who's that guy that he was in charge of the labor union that wanted to fight the senator? On And I think him and Randy Weingarten should get married. And then they can, <laughs> they, well, she's a lesbian, but that, but I'm saying if she wasn't, they could get married and then wreak havoc across all the union memberships. And that gets people fired up. And that where, where you and Rusty are supporting that breeds a new, uh, a new union. And he told me on the show, Allison, that money goes back into the teacher pockets and there is no political campaigning, none. It's completely politics free. Right. Absolutely. And it's it's a huge concern down there because right now half of their union dues are going to these state and national affiliates that are going straight into the hands of politicians. So they're really fed up with it and they're over it. They're ready to be paying half the cost and, you know, having a lot better representation than what they've experienced so far. Now you're seeing good numbers still as director of labor relations. You're seeing a lot of people write in and talk and, and ask, how can this be done? How can I get out? Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're hearing from people every day and um, specifically on the decertification in Florida in particular, um, because Senate Bill 256 was passed uh, this past year, it really gives it, it, it gives a lot of opportunities for public employee labor unions all over the state. So teachers unions in every county in Florida can be doing this. And um, we've heard some from some other teachers, not just in Florida, but throughout the country who are interested in um, setting up a local only union or decertifying their current union completely. And um, yes, Matt, we hear pe from people every day and um, a lot of them, you know, they originally decided, hey, I'm done with the union. I'm ready to opt out. Um, but then over time, they see that, you know, even though I've opted out, this corrupt union that's in place is still there. So how can we fight it more? And the way to do that, Matt, is to replace it, either get rid of the union altogether or replace it with a new independent union. And so that's what we're here uh, helping people to do once they get to that point. Yes, indeed. Everybody check out optouttoday.com, freedomfoundation.com. What other things are you working on? I mean, there's just so much. Oh, there is so much. Um, so we had uh, a second unfair labor practice uh, complaint filed this week as well. Um, so we did that. Uh, we have another situation where a teacher was uh, harassed at his school. Uh, the union down in Miami-Dade County was sending out uh, flyers, passing out flyers outside of his school, um, calling him Shady Sean and using all of these uh, defamatory statements um, to refer to him using his photo and all of this stuff just because he is supportive of um, the alternative independent local union that's being set up down there and they don't like it. So um, so we're definitely trying to see, you know, what we can do to fix that situation. And um, as things are just progressing down in Miami-Dade, um, there's a lot happening. Um, this week is the uh, cutoff date by which the union, United Teachers of Dade, has to determine whether or not uh, they have reached the 60% threshold that they require to be able to remain certified in Florida. If they don't meet that threshold, then that means they're going to have to seek uh, certification again for their union. And this will be the first time in 
50 years that they've had to do this. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see. And we're already seeing um, signs that they're going to have to do that. So how many chances do they get? Um, well, this is something that uh, every year Florida. Uh, so the way that, that uh, Senate Bill 256 is written is that every year a uh, existing union will have to show that it meets this threshold, the 60 percent threshold. And then if it does not, then um, it's going to have to recertify. The recertification requires support from um, 30% of the bargaining unit. So 30% of, and Miami-Dade, that's 30,000 people. So that's 9,000 people that they're going to have to get these cards for. Um, and uh, on, the, on the alternative side, if there's another employee organization, such as the Miami Data Education Coalition, um, who wants to get on the ballot as well, they only have to show a 10% showing of interest. So that would be 3,000. So Matt, this could potentially happen every year. The way that the bill is written, if a new bargaining unit comes in, they have basically a year of grace period where they don't have to meet, they don't have to, well, they do have to, to show their membership, but they are, are free from having to uh, potentially lose their certification for a, for a year. But then after that, um, this can continue coming up again. So, you know, it's not just down in Miami-Dade, it's, it's counties all over Florida, where every year there's going to be an opportunity um, to, to help these teachers decertify their union if they want to. And if they're interested in setting up an independent local, that can be an option too. After we decertify the unions and uh, the public sector unions in Florida, we need to build the wall. <laughs> and create our own little society, just like you're helping that guy create the, his uh, his own union. Maybe we need to create our own little society here. Well, Matt, I am a, a proud Florida native, um, so I couldn't agree more. It's a great state, you know. Let's let's keep it how it is. It's a little wild down there, but it's a good place to be. <laughs> and we'll have our next guest, Steve Hayes. He can be um, in charge of all the monetary systems in our state. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to ask him about that. But so he could be uh, Department of uh, Labor. No, your Department of Labor. I guess he would be Department. What, what's the uh, financial? Um, I, it's not the IRS. We don't want that here. <laughs> oh, um, I'm blanking on it right now. Not we. Yes, we don't want the IRS. Three in the morning. Three in the morning. Allison and I will wake up and. You <laughs> can be in charge of the SEC. <laughs> SEC. That's it. That's yeah. it. We'll put Steve Hayes in charge of the SEC. Very good stuff. Well, you guys are doing phenomenal work. How can people follow your work and what you're doing? Well, definitely go to freedomfoundation.com. And then um, the Miami-Dade Education Coalition's website is educatemiami.org. Okay, very good. We'll post the links everywhere. And uh, everybody check out freedomfoundation.com. All kinds of news and articles. Allison Beatty on the Matt Buff Show. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work. We'll get, you, we'll get more updates from you soon. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You got it. All right. Steve Hayes next on the Matt Buff Show, SEC of Florida. We're going to ask him about that. And later on, our video of the week. Stay with us on the Matt Buff Show. So much more to come. And we listen. We've taken your suggestions and we've made our already amazing Percale bed sheets even better. As a thank you, we're bringing these to you for as low as $24.98 with your promo code. And our new line of Percale bed sheets include everything you loved about our original sheets 
Lightweight, durable, breathable, and they sleep cool and crisp. But now, because of you, they're made with 100% long staple cotton and the highest thread count to date. These sheets are softer and more durable than ever before. Plus, they come in all these new colors and styles. And you'll be getting five-star luxury sheets delivered directly to your front door for as low as $24.98. Not only that, they come with our 10-year warranty and the 60-day money-back guarantee. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now. Use your promo code to save 50% or more. That's as low as $24.98. This introductory offer won't last long, so please order now. It's time to convert and sell more with the best tools made for small, medium, and large businesses to grow online. With JJC Marketing Solutions, you can grow with do-it-yourself, easy website and funnel builder, or they will build it for you. More options at your fingertips with JJC Marketing Solutions. Not only do you get the best state-of-the-art website, but also comprehensive sales funnels, CRM tools, and powerful search engine optimization. No matter where you are, they can help you grow your business with affordable online marketing solutions. Get weekly reports, dashboard access, and full transparency to see how your keywords are growing. Start building your online presence today. JJCMarketingSolutions.com. That's JJCMarketingSolutions.com. Cost of living is skyrocketing and paychecks just can't keep up. But if you're lucky enough to be a public employee, you can give yourself a raise. Visit optouttoday.com and stop paying union dues. We've helped over 100,000 public employees just like you opt out and save an average of $1,000 per year. Opt out today and put more food, fuel, and fun back into your life. It's your money. You earned it. Visit optouttoday.com. Welcome back to the Man Buff Show. It is great to have you. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, and tell your friends. Tell your friends to go to thebuffshow.com and check out all our past interviews. It's been a banger show tonight. We're just having so much fun. And yes, the economy's in the toilet. Bidenomics is a failure. The original article about Bidenomics was how bad it was. So the Biden team said, let's just take it and try to make it better. And it's working. We're bringing jobs back and we're union and da, 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 da. It's weakened the U.S. dollar. It's absolutely crippled our energy policies here in the country. It's a mess. And who can sort it out better than our good friend on the show? He's been on many times. Welcome back, Steve A's <laughs> Americans for Fair Taxation. He's the attorney and chairman. Steve, great to have you. SEC Man, of Florida. It's great to be back. I'm so delighted. Uh, it's probably a more appropriate post is treasury. Treasurer, that's the that's the key <laughs> I was thinking of. I couldn't think of it. The treasurer of Florida. That's right. Yeah, I knew but, you'd figure it out like you always do. <laughs> well, well, you know, it's it's crazy when you look at it and you see that Biden still, I guess he he believes in the big lie theory, man. He still says, "Oh, it's a great economy." You know, and it's like that old story. I think we talked about it before. You know, Harpo Marx in one of his films was saying to a lady, are you going to believe me or your eyes? And basically, when people go out to make purchases and they see prices are up, it's like, yes, it's great that inflation has come down. 
But Matt, even when they've had eggs fall, what's it, 31% or something, they're still higher than they were two years ago. Yes. When you have a lot of things like, <laughs> you know, the number of Oreo cookies in a package are now less than they were two years ago, even though the price is not that much more. I mean, you've got a permanent effect because a lot of times prices, when they go up, they never come all the way back down. And so what you've got is a squeeze on with people because the idea the Fed has is that we're going to handle inflation by making it very tough on Matt and Steve and everyone else. We're going to make you pay for our mistakes in flooding too much money into the economy. So we're going to raise interest rates so you can't buy a home. We're going to make it hard to buy a car. We're really going to cripple a lot of small businesses who were looking to expand to increase their productivity because the equipment they're going to buy is going to cost them an interest two and a half to three times more. So the way that DC thinks you handle a problem is that you don't handle it. You put it on people like us. And we're the ones that bear the problems going forward. That's and right. I, I look at a couple of the articles that I wanted to get your take on. The headlines, I'll just read the headlines. USA Today, a 30% national sales tax, tax abolishing the IRS, what the Fair Tax Act of 2023 would do. They're, they try to read that as a bad headline. Right. But it's a good headline. <laughs> it, it, it actually is because what they they leave out of all these things is that the prebate makes it. I'll give you a, a quick example. We've talked about this before, but a family of four making forty thousand a year pays no fair tax because each month the tax on that thirty three hundred a month is received in their checking account. So they go out if they buy new goods and services retail services, they're going to pay the tax, but they've already got the money in the account. So it's a flat even. Under the present system, they got to pay, so, excuse me, the payroll tax, 7.65% off the top. And frankly, the other thing is it's a raise for most families like that because it's only on new retail goods. You know, most of these people don't drive new cars unless they're drug dealers and falsifying their income. Yeah. But if they're out there working, they're not going to drive a new car. Well, they're not going to pay the fair tax on it. They're not going to buy all new things for their home. They're not going to pay the fair tax. So we, you and I can control it. And the net effect for most people is going to be a tax rate, depending on your income and how much you spend. But it's very similar to what we have now with the big difference that we can control it. Because if Matt wants a new car, he'll pay the fair tax. If I look at Matt and say, nope, I'm going to be really happy to buy that used car, I don't pay the fair tax. So we determine, not some yo-yo in D.C. The market. what it is happening. The other thing, Matt, that I think is really ignored, but, you know, a lot of us see people, and all of us have had this experience, the plumber, as an example, who comes and says, Matt, I'll fix that disposal for you, but if you want me to put it on a credit card for you, 
it's going to be 350 bucks. But if you'll pay me cash, it'll be $275. And he'll tell you, well, the reason for that is I'm not going to report it. So therefore, if it's cash, it goes in my pocket. It's not reported. The IRS has admitted there's a trillion dollars of this type of activity going on in the economy. The IRS commissioner in 2021 admitted it. Now, what people don't realize is if you've got that much income tax evasion at a 10% effective rate, you would have had to have 10 trillion of income. Okay. 10% of that would be a trillion and you evade a trillion. So you got to have 10 trillion of income. Well, what they don't look at is if it was 10 trillion of income, 15% of that would have been paid to Social Security Medicare. One and a half trillion dollars more last year would have gone into the fund. Right now, they're negative by $85 billion. Yeah. They're going to run out of money now. But right this year, they're negative. If you put an additional trillion or trillion and a half into that fund, you're going to make it solvent going forward. Now, the problem they have is that the Peterson Foundation and other people said, look, with all this new money going to the IRS, at best, they're going to collect over 10 years, Matt, an additional $200 billion of that by then $10 trillion of evasion. So it's not going to work because people who evade taxes don't label their tax return evader. You know, I evaded taxes, ha, ha, ha. Not on there. In fact, they work very hard to conceal it. So instead of the IRS picking out the people who are really cheating, they're going to go after Matt and Steve and all the other people out there who are trying to do the right thing. But we're all going to get punished. And even so, they're not going to collect much of these evaded taxes. So the only solution to have a sound social security system and to have more freedom and control is to get rid of this IRS, which is another weaponized system of the federal government, eliminate it, eliminate the income tax, eliminate payroll taxes, and go to a retail sales tax. We're going to post the article, uh, the link to that article, too, where it says inflation adjustments won't save you from paying taxes on 85 percent of your Social Security benefit. Well, that one is is also very true because it's a, such a low threshold, Matt, that if you're making I think it's for a married couple, 40,000 a year. You start having to pay up to 85 percent of like if you get if you get 2000 or yeah, 2000, let's say. $1,700 of that you've got to report as income. Yeah. And so you're looking at a situation where they're giving you some money and they're saying, let's take it back. And the original premise back in 84 was it's only going to affect seven, five, seven, ten percent of the people. In other words, these thresholds we're putting in because retired income was a lot lower 30 years ago. Inflation has done a, a number on it. And so it was supposed to only affect a few people. Now it's going to affect probably 70% or more of Social Security recipients. So you're going to be getting Social Security, report as income, pay tax. And, and, you know, there you go. It's just a total, frankly, it's a scheme. You know, it's like they're trying to do this. And the other part of this, Matt, is that 
you look at the budget resolution, you know, you and I talked about this in another show about all this budgeting and, and like almost nobody and probably including you and I really can look at it and get the significance of what the effect's going to be because they're debt financing, you know, they're using in fiscal year 23, almost $2 trillion of borrowing to finance it because they don't have enough money. But if you had the consumption tax, which is 23%, you know, at the inclusive rate, a dollar 77 cents is the product, 23% is the fair tax, like the VATs, the way the VATs are done. If you look at that and you want to find out if defense is 10% of the budget, it's not quite by any means, but let's say it was, you'd say, well, 2.3% of my purchase of that carton of milk, my tax I paid is going to defense. We're going to be able to look at all elements of the budget and Department of Education, all these things that so many of us look at and go, why? We're going to be able to look at and say, well, if we cut that out, we could lower that 23%. And it's going to make it much easier to put that member of Congress on the spot, Matt, at a town hall or letters or whatever, and say, look, I want you to reduce my taxes. And you can do that really easy. All you have to do is cut this, this, and this. Yeah, this, this, and this, meaning the Department of Energy, the yeah. Department <laughs> of Education, the FBI, the Department of Justice, Homeland yes. Security. There's just a few ways, and we can get it all the way down to 10%. Let me ask you this question to wrap up this point before we jump to the last part of China. <clears throat> Medicaid will destroy the system, yes? I think it's moving toward it very quickly, yes. It's, it's eating up more and more resources. And the problem is once they commit to cover these expenses, particularly the more expensive procedures and all, which they probably should do if they're gonna cover them, you're gonna see a rapidly growing amount. You're gonna have more and more people using it as an excuse for not buying their own insurance. And it is going to start absorbing more and more, not only federal budgets, but state budgets. When, when you're on Medicare, right, and you're on Medicaid, you have $0 copays, which means right. somebody else is paying for it. So in my world, if we did close off Florida, I would propose every citizen gets five years of Medicaid, and you can use it as you choose, but you only get five years. Well, and as long as you have, and I think it's important, either through the state, like we did citizens insurance, for, you know, back to cover the fact everybody was dropping uh, Florida home insurance. You know, as long as we had some type of fallback for a major incident that could occur, major hospitalization or major treatment, I think that would be fair. Would be a, an interesting thing, and it certainly would limit the exposure of the state and the taxpayers. Well, you can incentivize it by giving a year of uh, every year you don't use it, like some sort of credit some right. sort of savings rebate because you didn't use it. And then if you hit retirement at age, then you're on Medicare. And if you didn't use any of the five years, then you got a nice hefty bonus coming. You got a real nice position. You're going to get the money and you're going to go forward. And, and frankly, a lot of these areas we need to reform, not only because of how the government programs, but they've been ripped off by so many providers, Matt. 
Yes. And they really need to take a look at that. And we need to take a look at tort liability. We have lots of things that go into why they're ripping us off. Because the doctors are performing so many tests that are unnecessary. And they'll tell you why. Because if they don't do it and that one out of a thousand situations hits, they're going to be liable for malpractice. Yeah, no, that's the other thing, the malpractice. I know my theory has holes, Steve. I know it has holes, but we do need to start over on some things. Now, let's go in your last word on that. Well, I no, I think you're correct, but we need to start over maybe on everything, man. We need to take a look at the whole thing that's out there and say, how can we do this really better? And not for the bureaucrats, but for us. How can it really help the people? And a lot of the things that are done are just absolutely not for us, but they're for the bureaucracy and they're for the special interest and they're for all of these people that benefit from the programs when they should be benefiting you and I. Yes, indeed. The people and let the market decide. Right. I want to get the last point with you is the China U.S. relations. I saw this piece that uh, Joshua sent over. Um, from Peter Goodman at the uh, New York Times about right. the uh, rise and fall of the world's most successful joint venture, China and the U.S. both gained from their economic integration. As they pull apart, each is finding it will be hard to fully replace the other. It's completely one-sided now. It is. The best thing that happened about this summit was that San Francisco got cleaned up. I call Xi Jinping <laughs> the street sweeper now. We need yes. to send him to Detroit. New Orleans, L.A., we need to send him to Memphis, Seattle, Portland, Seattle, Seattle, Portland, Boston, and maybe just one city at a time. Absolutely. But but the only thing that came out is the U.S. being weaker against the Chinese economic system. Well, I think a lot of, I mean, part of what he said is very true. China has taken a lot of money and put it into our treasuries, our T-bills, you know, bought, bought a lot of our debt. That part is true, but it's not that they're the only ones that can do that. We have a lots of more Americans own our debt than China by a long way. So, I mean, we're not dependent on China for that. The other problem that China has, and part of the reason this is breaking up, Matt, is nothing to do with us. They've got an aging population. The demographics show that in the next 15 to 20 years, they're going to have so many more people retiring, the people moving up because one child policy the one child policy yeah you're not going to be able to replace those people plus a lot of businesses have found in fact i have a client who moved his i guess his plant processing plant from china to slovakia because it was cheaper the chinese costs have gotten to the point where it's not as competitive as it used to be in that and that's why you've got people going to north vietnam Lyles, you know, all these different places where the infrastructure may not be as good, but the costs are so much less to produce the products. And you also don't have this whole Chinese uh, thing, you know, where they're going to try to punish you because you're American or they're going to not let you have exit permits for your goods. I mean, you've got lots of stories, horror stories that come out and are going to get worse as these guys go along because... What does he want to do? He wants to retain his power. And what do these people oftentimes do, Matt? 
when they start losing power, they do a Putin. They declare war on somebody. That's right. Yeah. So Xi Jinping was sizing us up. Yes. I think a lot of it was that. Ah. I think a lot of it was. And I think he's trying to find a way to save himself primarily because every time he says he's taking more authority into his hands, the Chinese economy gets worse. And that's because, you know, he doesn't know what he's doing. They don't know what they're doing and they can't just wish it to be. So, I mean, Biden thinks as long as he tells you, Matt, you're doing good, you're going to go, Oh, okay. Thanks. (laughs) You know, but it's not going to be the way it works out. And that's why I believe that article, it had some, it had some truth in it. Obviously, there were a lot of things that happened through the period. But what he did not talk about is the mass exodus, even Apple, trying to get out of China because of the political situation, but also, more importantly, because of the labor situation. They can all see the writing on the wall. Yes, they can. Absolutely. And it's just the writing on the wall is it can't last. And that's an amazing thing. Steve, how can people find you and follow you? Thank you for breaking down all these stories with us tonight. I I love it, Matt. I always love being with you. Fairtax.org, F-A-I-R-T-A-X.org. Just go to us. We've got lots of information. We'd love for you to join us. We want to get rid of the IRS and the income tax. I didn't mention the IRS when I was listing my companies. Yeah, <laughs> of course the IRS has to go. Well, I was assuming you knew we were with the fair tax. We got rid of them, so that's why you didn't mention it. That's right. It was ass- <laughs> it was assumed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very good stuff, Steve Hayes. Everybody, God bless you. Keep up the great work. And in 2024, you need a higher a ranking position in the government. We, you're going to get one. We're yeah. going to make sure. All right. Thank Very you. good. Thank you so much. All right. So much information on the Matt Buff show tonight. Make sure you check out fairtax.org, freedomfoundation.org. Andrew, Dr. Andrew Huff, make sure you check him out there. The truth about Wuhan and check out our first segment about the vermin in case you missed it. It's pretty remarkable, but um, we're going to finish off tonight with our video of the week. And it is a rewrite of the Biden commercials. You're going to get a kick out of this. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Stay smart out there. Biden recently released his first 2024 presidential campaign ad, and it's really not good. Three quarters of YouTube viewers have disliked it, so I decided to fix it with a remix to better reflect reality. Here's my remix fix. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead, we have more freedom or less freedom. Under the Biden administration, journalism is a crime. Less freedom. Biden holds journalists in jail for telling the truth. Less freedom. But if you cut off your dick, you can visit the White House. Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about forcibly injecting stuff into everyone's bodies. Which is about less freedom. That's why I'm running for re-election. I'm running as a proud Democrat for the Senate. That's why I'm running for re-election. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. That's why I'm running for re-election, because I know America. We went 54 states. 54 states. Because I know America. Biden complimented the town before incorrectly identifying which state he was speaking in. Because I know America. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty. And Joe Biden is not honest. Honesty. Honesty. Still going? It's still going. Honesty. Bro, still going.
and honesty, respect, and treating each other with dignity. You're for share. Treating each other with dignity. You're for share. All right, thank you. Now go to shush. Gosh. Treating each other with dignity. Your AR, your AR 14s or whatever. Okay, this is not okay. Hold on, hold on. All right. Hey, let's you want to tell me this? There's a lot of guys. Treating each other with dignity. Guys, you're a lot you're of guys want to. I'm not working. Give me a break, man. Don't be such a Fight for our democracy. To make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally. And that all men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. You know how we talk about it. Are we the people? Folks. You know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on bedrock freedoms, cutting Social Security. When I argued that we should freeze federal spending, I meant Social Security as well. Cutting Social Security. I not only tried it once. Cutting Social Security. I tried it twice. Cutting Social Security. I tried it a third time. Cutting Social Security. And I tried it a fourth time. Cutting Social Security. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to dictate what health care decisions women can make. The Biden administration told Facebook to censor healthcare decisions women can make. Less freedom. But at least there's freedom. freedom. To pretend you care about freedom, freedom in a deceptive campaign, campaign video. video. Every generation of Americans has faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. But not the freedom of black Americans against Biden's war in Ukraine. They can rot in jail. Which is really nothing to celebrate. But let's celebrate with dancing. People wearing masks outside. Random shots of trees. Okay, we're really off topic, so let's insert Joe Biden's unintelligible mumbling. We, the I have no idea what he just said. Problem. Look, a train that never runs on time. So vote, vote. Visit iWorld.com slash Ohio. And this is our moment. You saved 16 cents on your cookout. That's been the work of my first year. Now everything costs twice as much. That's been the work of my first year. The biggest methane leak in history. That's been the work of my first year. Cutting your benefits to fund an unwinnable war, risking nuclear annihilation. Let's finish this job. I know we can. That was by Orb. Slow motion walk. Because regular motion looks fragile. <laughs> <laughs>